You are listening to She Speaks by the Great Canadian Woman. The great Canadian woman makes waves, she moves mountains, and she blazes trails. This podcast is a compilation of inspirational Canadian women sharing their message, their insight, their experience, and their expertise. and compassion, strength and softness, pride and humility, independence and connectedness. The great Canadian woman unites us by both our similarities and our differences, and this is where we listen, learn, connect and grow. You can learn more about our publishing opportunities, events and how to be a contributor on the She Speaks podcast or blog by visiting www.thegreatcanadianwoman.ca. When I was in my postgrad, I remember a little ABA meme with the mouse holding up a sign that read, ABA will save the world. Of course, I had the appropriate nasal laugh at it. But the more I dived into ABA, the more I realized it's not entirely a joke. There is something there. The more I grew up as a person, the more it clicked for me. It may not be ABA alone that saves the world, but kindness will save the world supported by ABA. How you ask? With the support of ABA, kindness can be taught and spread around to increase everyone's overall quality of life. I bet if you looked into some of the countries who have a higher quality of life, there are a greater number of acts in their daily routines. So who am I to say that ABA and kindness will save the world, that love really does conquer all? I'm Rebecca Hamilton, a board-certified behavior analyst in my 9 to 5. I have worked in the field of applied behavior analysis for about a decade. I'm hands-on teaching, learning, and using ABA daily. So as a certified behavior analyst, I have to say it's true that kindness will save the world. As behavior analysts, we study only socially significant behavior. And you must admit, a better world is pretty socially significant. Why study behavior in the first place, you ask? Well, we study behavior so we can understand ourselves, understand humanity on a smaller level, How do we learn? How do we become who we are? How do we influence one another? How do we, as humans, create experiences? One of the earliest and oldest behavior discoveries was Pavlov's dog. He was able to train his dog that a bell ringing meant food was coming, and thus the dog would salivate at the sound of a bell, even without food present. This was one of the very beginnings of behaviorism. We use the same kind of thought process to perceive how we interact with others, how we build our societies, and how our behavior can be increased or decreased. Think of it like the justice system, right? Our police and government put in place consequences based on the crime people commit. They lose many daily privileges and are sent to prison to serve time. Our system does this in the chances that consequences would decrease the probability of the behavior occurring again. That's ABA. So we're going to take these behavior concepts and apply it to kindness. Now, 
I can't say whether kindness is being a quote unquote good human or if it's biological or purely a result of our environment. Whether people are born evil or good, I cannot say, but I can say that kindness can still be taught by the environment around it. The problem is, we all have different ideas of what kindness means. So, for the purpose of my theory, I want to explain what I believe is the definition of kindness. Kindness to me, and what I base my theory on here today, is doing an act for someone else's benefit. Now, it may also benefit you, but the pure intent is for the other person, that they gain something from your action. A couple of examples I can think of. Donating to a charity. Shoveling your neighbor's driveway. A smile to the TTC driver. A small conversation with your Starbucks barista or paying for someone else's coffee in the Tim Hortons line. These are all acts of kindness. There are a couple of definitions I want to review with you before we get into anything else. What is Applied Behavior Analysis, or ABA? ABA is the study of how behavior is impacted by its environment. We study how reactions of others, both human and inanimate objects, in the space around us can influence what we do in the future. Either our actions will increase or decrease based on our experiences. I'm going to refrain from being too technical and avoid jargon words, but there is a basic of behaviorism you must know. It's a three-term contingency, or ABC. A is the antecedent, what happens immediately before a behavior. Behavior is represented by the letter B, and C is consequence. This is what happens immediately after a behavior. A consequence is not necessarily good or bad, but it is what influences the possibility of behavior occurring again in the future. So I, I have to go back here a second and explain what is behavior. Behavior is any action we can observe. If a dead man can do it, then it's not behavior, is our general rule. Talking, spinning, giving a high five, having sex, crying are all good examples of behavior. It does not include covert actions like feelings or thoughts. That's another branch that requires different kind of applications. Okay. Back to the three-term contingency. Here's an example. A friend recommends you try a new restaurant. You're hesitant as you've never eaten there before. This is your antecedent. Your behavior would be trying the new food at the restaurant. Now, the consequence could be one of several outcomes, but I'll keep it simple and look at just two. One, either you liked the food, or two, you hated the food. If your experience at the new restaurant resulted in consequence one, you are more likely to revisit that restaurant in the future. This is called reinforcement. Now, consequence number two was your experience. You're less likely to return to that restaurant in the future, and this is called punishment. Reinforcement and punishment. Remember these terms. Reinforcement is when the consequence results in a higher probability of the behavior occurring again. Punishment is when the consequence results in a lower probability of the behavior occurring again. So how the hell does this relate to kindness and saving the world? How you react and interact with others has a larger impact on the world than you realize. If we all acted according to how we want to see the world, then the world just might be a little bit better. If you choose to give your attention to the behaviors you want to see, then you'll see more and more of it. If we acknowledge more kindness, there will be more of it around you. I'll break it down. Say you're at the grocery store and someone puts the barrier thing down on the belt at the counter so you can load up your grocery. This story, of course, takes place before COVID. This is an act of kindness. 
Now, you have a couple options. One, you ignore the act for whatever reason, either you're feeling awkward or you didn't notice. Or two, you say thank you out loud, make eye contact, or smile. Option two means you responded and acknowledged their kind act. This is reinforcement. This will increase the likelihood of that person doing the behavior again in the future. Now, if you went with the first option and you ignored the kind act or responded rudely, maybe with a dirty look or muffled, yeah, thanks, the individual may be punished and may be less likely to put a barrier down for someone else again in the future, meaning one less act of kindness in the world. Do you get it? If we acknowledge kindness, there will be more of it. If you ignore kindness, there will be less of it. Now, ABA wouldn't be a good science if the effects didn't carry over for other types of behaviors. So the very same principles of reinforcement and punishment apply to non-kind behaviors as well, such as fake news. If we give all our attention to fake news, there could be an increase in fake news. And if we ignore fake news, it would be less likely to see fake news in the future. If we're ignoring other people's kindness, we could see a decrease in kindness around the world. Sounds horrible, doesn't it? It's the same manner as the algorithms on your social media. They see what you double tap, so you're shown more images that you are more likely to double tap on. So how can we start today to encourage kindness around the world? According to ABA, there are several things we can do, but I've chosen three to talk about. One, teach by modeling kind behavior. Two, teach kindness by shaping it in other people. And three, self-manage our own kind behaviors. Let's review. We can teach each other to be kind by modeling kind behavior. Now, modeling is an antecedent strategy. That means it's anything that occurs before the act of kindness. This can be anything from a public service announcement, like all the ones reminding you to talk to your kids about marijuana, or seeing kind stories on social media or the news, to being kind with yourself and others. Humans learn by what they see others doing. We see people clapping at us when we're infants, so we imitate it. And guess what? We are typically reinforced with more attention, and therefore we are more likely to clap again in the future. Have you ever had a friend who fidgeted with their fingers, or laughed a certain way, or said a word a certain way, and then you started to say the word in the same manner? As humans, we replicate modeled actions, and this is how we learn to function in our environments and in our societies. If we all modeled how we want to be treated, and if we see that every day, and we're in front of it face to face, we will likely start to do more of that behavior. If we see kindness, we are more likely to imitate kindness. We can also teach kindness by not reinforcing kindness, but also reinforcing other people's attempts of kindness. I'm human, I get it, I make mistakes too. I still have my moments where I reinforce Trump's fake news, or I didn't acknowledge someone putting the barrier down. We all have different kinds of days. So when you come across someone who is trying to be kind, even in the face of the reality of this world, reinforce it, acknowledge it, even just a little bit of kind eye contact. And if you're the one who sees someone giving a little smile, give them a little smile right back. Reinforce all intentions of kindness. Lastly, we can increase kindness in the easiest way possible by simply just being kind. You need to remind yourself to be kind. You need to reward yourself for being kind by acknowledging that, yes, I'm a good person for being kind. Let's take pause here. And I want you to think of ways you can be kind today. It doesn't have to be grand or perfectly planned. 
It can be as simple as giving someone a compliment. It can be a small conversation with your barista or holding the door open for someone. So think of one more unique way you can be kind today. Now, I want you to think of a way you like to be rewarded that is reasonable, like a hot bath, an extra two minutes at break time, or listening to your favorite song. Go ahead, take a moment. So let's talk about our ABC now. Your antecedent is me talking on this podcast, prompting you to be kind. Your behavior is an act of kindness that you just thought about, and your consequence is the small reward or acknowledgement of your kind act. Now, if that reward was good enough, you'll be more likely in the future to engage in that specific kind act. So you need to monitor how often you're being kind and acknowledging kindness. Be aware of your impact, and again, you'll see the changes all around you. The goal is for more kindness. The more we see, the more we acknowledge, the more it'll happen. But also, hopefully, the more kindness is carried over from your small act to another person, and this is called generalization. We want to generalize, aka carry over, kindness from little interactions with strangers into our everyday relationships, into our classrooms, into our institutions and governments. It's a long road, but ABA will help kindness get there. But we need you. So there you have it. How kindness will change the world into a better place, backed up by a behavior analyst using the very science of behavior. So go on, give yourself a pat on the back, a sticker to your chart for being nice to someone or for when you're acknowledging someone else's kindness or accepting another person's kindness. You will see how you can change the world one sticker at a time. Thank you so much for tuning into the She Speaks podcast by The Great Canadian Woman. Remember to subscribe to the show on your favorite player so you don't miss a single episode. And if you love what we're doing here, we would be so appreciative if you could leave a five-star rating and review on iTunes. And if you want to connect with today's guest or become a guest on the show yourself, head to thegreatcanadianwoman.ca forward slash podcast. Until next time, make waves, move mountains, and blaze trails. Thank you.